back to the Tea Room Podcast with your lovely hosts, Palm T, Earl Grey, and Black Tea. So today is our 19th episode, and we're going to be talking about interracial dating. So we have two guests today who are going to share their experiences with us with interracial dating. One of them is by the name of Hibiscus Tea, and we have another guest here, um, Sencha, who's name is Sencha T. So <laughs> Hibiscus Tea, um, how are you doing today? Good. That's good. So you're originally from Houston, Houston, Houston Texas, and your husband is from Ooh, California, California, yeah. and he's Jewish, correct? Mm-hmm. And Hibiscus Tea is an African American woman. And then we also have Sencha T, who's an African American man, and <laughs> and you've dated outside of your race uh, majority of the time, correct? Majority of the time, yes. Okay, yeah. that's interesting. So we know there are more races than black and white in the world, but um, we just happen to come across people who've dated um, if they're they're black, they've dated people who are white, and vice versa. So um, Black T is just gonna talk a little bit about what kind of sparked. Um, legalizing interracial relationships so yes um we thought it would be important to talk about interracial relationships we see that a lot of the time people have issues with people dating outside the race but they don't understand this is a it's kind of like a privilege because during the civil rights movement during the 1954 schools and places were segregated but people were still unable to associate with different races and even further date outside their race in particular Mildred and Richard Loving on, on 1958 of July 11th, these newlyweds were arrested by Virginia police for being married and being of two different races. They sparked a whole movement that ended up going to the Supreme Court and they, it, did, it did eventually come to pass that they were allowed to be married from different races. But a lot of the times we got to take a step back and think about the fact that this was not even allowed a few a few centuries ago you know 50 years ago mm-hmm. this is this is a privilege so when you hate on people in different relations and think about it this is something that they've been awarded and because they love who they love we should appreciate the fact that they've taken this step very well said so now we have a couple of statistics about interracial marriages and relationships today um so we have uh, 11% of white people marry someone of a different race today compared to 4% in 1980. Um, Hispanics come in second as the most likely to marry outside of their ethnicity, which I find interesting because I feel like some of the Hispanics we know that are close friends with, they seem to marry or they seem to date like within, within their the own community. race. So it's interesting to see the percentage from like a larger group of people. Um, also, 18% of African Americans marry someone of a different race, and this is 13% higher than in 1980, where only 5% of African Americans marry someone from a different race. Also, 1 out of 10 married people, or 11 million people, are married to someone of a different race other than themselves. So now we're just going to dive into asking questions towards our guests. So, Black T, you want to start? Yes, let's talk to um, Hibiscus Tea right now. How did you meet your husband? You know, was it chance? Were you just looking for the opposite race? Like, what was going on? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, so, when I first moved to New York City um, back, like, maybe six or seven years ago. And I wanted to do something where I could meet new people, but also, like, yeah, maybe potentially meet someone. So, I started playing Ultimate Frisbee. Um 
I had never been on team sports, so I was like a swimmer and I was on track. But I decided to play ultimate because they had um, this pickup game by my house. And so I just started playing and got on this team um, and started dating some people on like different teams and stuff like that. And then I met my 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 current husband. On we were on the same team, same ultimate frisbee team, um, and that was really great. <laughs> it's easy. <laughs> Wait, so you said that people, you dated people from the other... Yeah, yeah. So, like, I dated other... I mean, like, I didn't... He wasn't the first person I dated. Mm-hmm. I also dated other people, like, on other teams. Mm-hmm. Did you run into them? Like, um, So I was just... I was actually just talking about this with a friend yesterday. <laughs> um, because the other guy I dated, uh, we were we were also on the same team as... Oh, God. Yeah. And he expected me to... A lot to, of team playing here. Yeah, <laughs> this, ha- this happens a lot when, you, when you're dealing with like teams that are like mi- like uh, mixed gender, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. So when you're on mixed gender teams, this stuff happens so often that you're you know people are dating this person and that person. Anyways, <laughs> before I this guy only dated for like three months, which was nothing, but he expected me to leave the team. Wow. wow. Yeah, and I just moved, and I was like, I'm not gonna get this team. Right. I'm not gonna leave. So uh, yeah, and he was just not happy. And he told everyone I was a verbal abuser. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because you didn't want to leave the team. Yeah. Yeah. I know. You just I was, trying to play your frisbee. I know. I'm just trying to play a game. Yeah. And we have a team player. Yeah. He's not a team player. I was only there. We only dated for three months. It was okay. Clearly, it meant a lot. I know. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. That's. <laughs> All right. Moving forward. You know, we see the messiness out all again. <laughs> Did you normally, do you normally, or before your husband, did you normally date outside your race, or was he the first person for you to date outside your race? No, no, he wasn't the first, but, I mean, I dated, in, we'll say, inside my race, and I dated totally different people, all different types of people, mm-hmm. black, white, Hispanic, um, yeah, I don't think I dated anyone who was Asian, but pretty much everywhere, everyone else, <laughs> so, yeah. That's nice. So, we have uh, hibiscus tea. We wanted to ask you as well. Do you feel any pressures from your family or any of your friends to date before you met your husband? Did you feel pressure to date within your race, or when they eventually found out um, who your husband were, was, were they? Um, did you receive not really backlash, but did they feel some type of way you not, you know, dating within your race? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, friends know, uh, and. Like not, I have like a younger sister and not nothing from her. But uh, my parents were really about uh, staying within our culture and within mm-hmm. our race because they felt that it was actually a really positive thing to kind of share that understanding of like race and and about the world with your partner. And I guess also not having to explain everything um, mm-hmm. and just having that in, you know intuition and understanding about what's going on. Um, so yeah, I didn't get I didn't get a little bit of pressure, but I'm the type of person who's kind of like whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of I kind of think of myself as a person who just wants to like do what they want, and I don't I didn't make this choice to go against them. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of something that happened. I didn't actively think about I'm going to go against my parents and and do something that they don't want yeah, on purpose, right. Yeah. right? But I'm also just like whatever, you know. They have their thoughts and things change and their ideas change all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think. It, they are, afterwards, they were definitely open and had nothing else to say about it. Mm-hmm. It was really just initially. What are yeah. some, what, if you don't mind, what are some things they said to you that like you were like, oh, no. Nah. Yeah. Um, 
like like about about my husband or just like in no he they never said anything uh, about my husband before I dated my husband. Okay. They would be like, oh, you should really date someone who is black. But but again, I I was in a lot of different things, especially in school. I was in, I was a sci- like a biology major. I was doing a lot of things, and I was like a lifeguard. No one swims. That is like <laughs> a person of color. It's really it's really rare. Of course, there are black people that swim, but in my school, like yeah, I, a lot of women, I'm sure. yeah, there were more women who were pe- women of color right. that that swam than men of color, yeah. and so it was like the pool of people I could choose from was like that surround that was around a lot, right. um, was very small. That's interesting. Um, yeah. did, did your parents um, did they give a specific reason why they wanted you to? State, like within yeah. the race. Yeah, it's it was the it was the thing about like you know my being like yeah. it being easier. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. it being easier and it just being like the other person would understand me better. Mm. And um, yeah, that was pretty. That was pretty much the big thing. Yeah, both my parents are, are African American, so. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. So we want to thank Sancha T for enlightening us on her at the beginning of her relationship. Hibiscus. Hibiscus. <laughs> They're both great teas. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna ask uh, Sencha some questions. Okay. Uh, so, how did you meet your last significant other? And I guess talk about the one who was outside of your race. Um, I would say I met her through mutual friends. Um, just hanging out in the park one day. Um, um, it really didn't start as like us having anything at all. We just like you know crack jokes and you know little immature things drinking on the hill things like that um on the hill and then yeah like where, where i live is like there's like a, a dead end street oh, okay it's like called play street so uh it's like 91st between second and third the whole block is shut off but like so every summer everybody usually hangs out there and, oh, okay so we like drink hang out and catch up um and one day she was like hey i'm going for a run do you want to go and i'm just like i mean i don't run but yeah sure i'll go you know uh <laughs> met her at central park we ran and I don't know, like the chemistry just clicked between us. And then next day I'm cooking her dinner and yeah, it kind of got like crazy. That was great. <laughs> yeah, pretty fast. A yeah. run leads to dinner. Yeah. And then we just hung out every day from there and you know, the bond got close and strong and yeah, we started dating. Yeah. Cool. Um, another question that I had was did you always date outside of your race? Mm, no, I didn't always date outside of my race. Um, Actually, before junior high school, I've never dated outside my race. Um, I've always dated like in my my circle. Um, I was actually scared to date outside my race because I'm. I always thought about like what people would think about me dating outside my race. Mm. And then um, I was scared to bring my girlfriend around my my, my neighborhood, my friends, everything. And mm. then after a while, I just stopped caring and I brought her around. And then somehow the trend like. Everybody started dating outside their race, and I'm just like, but you. I always like, I'm like, I think I started this. Maybe I started this. Maybe I didn't. But everybody's like dating white girls and things like that, and outside their race. So, I was to speak to that. I was gonna ask you. Do you think it's also even even though you said you were hesitant to bring her around mm-hmm. your friends at first? Do you think it's where you live that? you're around other people outside of your race or maybe where you work that you met you like were surrounded by more people outside of your race no not really um i'm pretty comfortable wherever i go um i don't really 
some I don't even see race to be honest like but at the same time like a lot of people do I just feel like if I have that chemistry with you then it's like it's there for me so mm-hmm. like whether it be white black Asian whoever like if we have a chemistry and this is what I want then it's something I'll pursue you know so okay that makes sense I have yeah. just two more questions uh one they're kind of I guess a little bit related but mm-hmm. uh do you feel pressure from society uh to date within your race Mm, I mean, when I was younger, yeah, um, but I don't really, I don't really feel that anymore. I don't really care what people think. So, mm-hmm. you know, what would you say is probably like if you could give like the top two challenges? Mm, top two challenges. Um, Whether it be for you or for the, like the. Compare. I think for me, like, you know, since you know a lot of the people I date, their parents are, like, older, like, they, they experience, like, the segregation part of it, so, like, mm-hmm. me, you know, their daughter dated me, it's, like, you know, you can date somebody else, you can date a doctor, you can date whoever you want, but, like, as long as it's inside of your race, you know, um, they just don't understand when it's me, when they see me, they always think of me as, like, I'm a hoodlum, I'm a this, I'm a, yeah, it's a very stereotypical of, like, mm-hmm. they think of me, and, right. you know, I literally just prove people wrong all the time, so. Answer. Okay, thank you. For <laughs> I believe that was it. I mean, the only thing, only thing that I can just think of now is, um, uh, what was I gonna? Do you think that at this stage, like it's from what you just said, it's more uh, pressure, not from society, but maybe pressure like to the other person you're with, not so much you. Like it sounds like you feel like you're comfortable at this um, stage. It depends because some things get tricky. Like, you know, some people I've dated are like very family oriented. So like mm-hmm. they don't want to like, you know, they don't want to get like disowned by their family or like, you know, have a that sort of feud with their family. Mm-hmm. So they're just like, like they wanted to keep things under wraps. Like, hey, you know, like I'm not going to introduce you to my parents because my parents are such and such and such. And I'm just like, look, if that's how you feel, I respect it. But at some point they're going to, have to know who your significant other is, right. so, you know, um, but that's the only issue that I've experienced, you know, dating outside my race. I feel like, though, that would potentially be an issue of if you're going to be seriously dating at some point or another, mm-hmm. there should be some interaction with a family member. Yeah, and... I mean, I've, I've met, like, brothers, sisters, it's just, like, always the parents, it's, like, always the last step, mm-hmm. and it's always, like, oh, look at this guy, he has tattoos, he, you know, like, uh, you know, a like, stereotype. Yeah, pretty much. They stereotype me from like the door. So, and you also said um, you didn't start dating outside of your race till after junior high. So, mm-hmm. what what was that change? Like, what made you kind of um, want to do that? I don't, I don't know what made me do it. I think I was just playing basketball in the park, and the people that I hang out with was like different races. Mm. And, you know, obviously there was a girl that I clicked with, and you know, we got close to the point where she was like, you know, I want to date you. And I'm like, uh, you know, I didn't know how to answer it at first. Right. I'm like, I, I want to date you too. And then we started dating, but like for like a year straight, like I would never bring her around my neighborhood, mm. you know? And she was like, when you're going to like introduce me to your friends and your family, I'm just like, I don't know if I can like introduce you to the people I hang out with because, you know, they'll probably look at me different and after a while, I'm just like, why do I even care what people think? You right. Know what I mean, like, this is my girlfriend. Let me show her off. So. And was she used to hanging around different types of people? Um, we always hung around different people, but like the people that we hung out with, I only have one friend that like knew about it. Okay. So my other friends are like, I don't know. They they usually date inside the race. Like, right. They're right. just like, yo, why are you not dating a black girl? And I'm like, what does it matter? You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. uh, I brought her around, and then 
didn't matter. It didn't matter anymore. Right. So. But like the the girls around my neighborhood usually always said something, you know, like, "Oh, you dating a white girl now? Yeah, I'm dating a white girl now. Oh, you, are you you just gonna stay dating white girls? I'm like, I like who I like. Doesn't matter if she's white or not. So that's valid. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for both of you guys. So um, my first question is to Hibiscus T. Do you think it's harder? I guess a date outside of your race. Um, I guess like when you met your husband, were there things that you feel you had to educate him on, or was it more like, okay, well this is cool, but there's some things he's just not getting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he know what edges were? No. Oh well, now he does. <laughs> now the head wrap is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He's seen me. He's seen me do my hair. Okay. Probably a hundred or more times, more than a hundred times, and he's yeah. <laughs> At this point, hair is not a question for him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it's it's a constant. I think it's a constant basis where we are talking about race mm-hmm. um, because of you know things that happen at work or things that just happen and he doesn't recognize them, mm-hmm. uh, or he doesn't. I think he may recognize it, but doesn't really quite understand that it's a problem. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's it's interesting because recently there was something he's under like he's under like this is funny. Uh, recently something happened where uh, you know like watermelon. Just mm-hmm. like just saying watermelon in front of black people is like, ah. mm. and so <laughs> that's something he did. But someone, one of his family members, did that they were like they had watermelon at their house and I didn't I don't usually I like watermelon okay I'll say I'll say it. I like watermelon I too. like watermelon okay and I don't have a problem with eating watermelon in front of white people which some black people do okay um but his, but the family member was like hey you didn't eat you never eat any watermelon when you come to my house oh my god um, <laughs> and I was like I was like uh, you know, like, I didn't want to make that person feel, like, bad, because I know that if I had made it, like, a huge deal, like, I, because I might have. Right, right. Um, that person would have been, like, like, ah, oh, just mortified, right? But, like, scared, and like, ah. So I just, I was just like, oh, no, I don't want any watermelon right now. <laughs> and then I was in, and then I was like, oh, did you notice this? Did you notice that your family member did this? And he was like... Yeah, I did. I just, I didn't know how to approach this. And I was like, okay, maybe next time, maybe it might be better if it comes from you. Because I don't want to feel that I have to be super aggressive, right, um, to this person and say, hey, by the way, there's a connotation about watermelon for black black people. You may not want to bring up the fact Mm -hmm. that I didn't eat watermelon in your house. Mm -hmm. Just FYI. Yeah, that would have been a pretty awkward conversation to have. Yeah. Like, I feel like in that moment, like, it would make you come out of character. Like, that's something that would make me come out of character. Like, why didn't eat watermelon in your house? Are you kidding me? Right? Like, yeah. I would have felt like I would have felt offended too. Yeah, yeah. I would. I. I just like. I know this is not coming from a like aggressive place. Yeah. Right. Right. I just know that you don't have any understanding <laughs> as to what this really means yeah, in, in his, black his culture. Yeah, his knowledge on that, he just doesn't understand. What's yeah, yeah. On, so. But he, he, he knows that it's the family member mm-hmm. that didn't that didn't know, that that. Didn't yeah, know yeah, this. Yeah. So I was like, okay, next time maybe you could jump in, you know, and just like yeah, yeah, just tag, yeah, just like hey, so. Did you feel the need to like pull him to the side and tell him like, oh, you know, I know you were trying to be nice, but there's like a negative connotation. Watermelon. It's awkward. It's awkward because it's not my family member. If it was my family member, I would have been 
like yeah. like on that right yeah. but it's not mine and i'm already in like this kind of like weird yeah. limbo yeah. and then i'm then i'm bringing out like this like you pretty much sounded racist okay right but, right right it's like it's like by the way just so you know this is a racist thing to say do you yeah. like and then mm-hmm. they're just like ah i'm not racist i don't want to go into that right no i feel you so i love black people vibe. hang out with black people all the time. <laughs> it's always like it's always like that you just you like, know it's like you know i just thought that you didn't yeah. eat watermelon yeah. or this could be this okay that the person thought that black people really liked watermelon okay and that because a person really thought that and that, that's that even worse. Really like, I know. <laughs> that's what I was that. saying. You know, it's just like, how do you address it? It's just like, so are you ignorant or you re- you really don't understand like the are connotation? Are you trying to make you fit in? Like, right, right. Are you trying well, to be nice? Like, yeah, all black people like, oh, I brought you water. Yeah, it's like you're supposed to like this, yeah. right? Why didn't you guys like this? Yeah, I heard you guys. Oh my god, that was like I know. I was like, I had to dismiss myself. I'm leaving. That's why. That's why I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, yeah, but there are things like this that happen not just like this one thing but there are s- small things that happen um throughout our days together right, that right. I feel like I have to kind of explain um and not just because I mean there's things that he his family and he does that I don't understand mm-hmm. um but it's more on my on my end to kind of like explain certain things or like have conversations about things that are happening at like work or mm-hmm. You know, in general, I mean, there's a, I think I've been like, not just within like white culture, but like I, I was walking through Lefferts with him and we were like holding hands in, in Brooklyn mm-hmm. and somebody was like yelled out, someone who was black yelled out jungle fever. Oh my God. And I was like, yo, like, <laughs> you know, this stuff happens like, you know, like you'll get stares, you'll get like this yeah, stuff happens. You have to be. Flatbush area. It happens all the time, yeah. Oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. everywhere you go, it happens, actually. Um, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I live on the Upper East Side, so, you know, it's it's very foreign to see a black man with a white woman over there. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and people who live on the Upper East Side, it's like old money. So, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, very true. So, when they see me walking with my girlfriend, it's always like, <laughs> like, what's the problem? Like, you know, like, it's like, I don't think it's an issue at all. You know, sometimes, like, you know, the person I'm dating says something, like, hey, Hi, you like my boyfriend? Like, like things like that. Right, like, you don't right. have to do that. It's fine. Like, I don't take any offense to it. Like, but I'm very observant, so I see things like that, mm-hmm. and it just happens every day. So, was well, there but, ever an instance where you had to, I guess, educate someone that you were dating about um, something, or just like a situation that kind of stood out where it was just like a a learning? No, the 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 women that I've dated have been very knowledgeable about like my situation, how mm-hmm. I am, and like. Obviously, what goes on in the world today. Um, right, right. They're very knowledgeable about it. They always respect the situation. Um, but they just don't realize, like, there are things that, like, they can get away with that I can't get away with. You know what I mean? Like, and I try to tell them that. And it's yeah. just like, you know, but it's, like, it should be this way. But I'm like, yeah, but. It's not. You know, it's not. Like, yeah. you, you know, you want it to be left, but sometimes it's always going to go right. And it's, it's like. The, their way of thinking is like, but it's always but, and I'm like, well, you know, I wish it was this way too, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's not really helping me out in this situation. So like, I usually have trouble getting cabs where I live at. Like, still, no, not anymore. Okay, but uh, you know, they usually don't stop for me. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, she'll be standing on the corner waiting for me, and I get, I don't, I won't get a cab, and I'm like, stand out here, I, I guarantee you, <laughs> get a cab. And the the cab will literally come from like the left side all the way to. 
And I'm like, you'll stop for her, but you won't stop for me. <laughs> right, and right. And I'm like, you know, and she was just like, I don't understand why they don't stop for you. I'm like, well, you see what I look like. That's why they don't stop for me. They stereotype us into think that, like, we're going to get in a cab. We're going to run out the cab. Like, we're not going to pay for cabs because, you know, people have done that before. Right. That's not, that's not the lifestyle that I live. But at the same time, like, this is the reality that we live in. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's just instances like that, so. And um, I have a, another question for you, Hibiscus C. Um, were there any preconceived notions about, I guess, <laughs> white men or uh, like a Jewish guy um, that you had and then when you met him, when you met your husband, did that kind of change? <laughs> Why do you guys quit <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, No, uh, not really. I didn't go into it being like, oh, yeah, he's going to have tons of money or something like that. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Hanukkah's lit. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you said Hanukkah's lit. Hanukkah's lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When I went to my first Seder, I was like, yes. <laughs> this is where I want to be right now. Uh, no, I mean, I think some of the things that preconceived there just that I thought about was like, he's going to like camping. And he likes <laughs> white, not necessarily Jewish. I know, I know. And he likes camping, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> that's funny. No, I, oh, one of the things I thought was that he's going to be really close to his family, which he is. Okay. Yeah, so I think one thing, one of the positives about Judaism is that it brings the family together, together for yeah. like Passover and, mm-hmm. and all the high holidays and stuff. So that's that's really good. He has a really great relationship with his family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's nice. That was, like, the only one other than, you know, the obvious ones that other people have about sex life and stuff. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you want to dive into No, I don't. I told them. I told them we go crazy. We go crazy. Wait, how long have you guys been married now? Uh, for almost, for almost two years. Oh, okay. Oh, nice. nice. All right. That's mm-hmm. good. <laughs> And how is the, has, um, I'm sure your family, his family has met mm-hmm. her, your family. How is that, like, their relationship? Uh, I mean, because they're so far apart, it's mm-hmm. it was, like, the first time they met was at our wedding. Oh, okay. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, and so that really, it's really rare that they're ever going to meet, like, very often. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even know how that's going to happen. My family doesn't really travel that much, mm-hmm. and his family kind of, his dad travels a lot more than his mom, but... Uh, I don't really know how that's gonna happen. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but they get along. Yeah, because I just okay. yeah they get along. Yeah, it's yeah it's 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 good. There was not no feuding at the wedding. Okay, that's been, good. That which would have been kind of fun though. <laughs> <laughs> there was. <laughs> you had a question. I just had a question. Um, so I guess I'm curious since the person is white but they're also Jewish. I'm curious how that's different because I know that. Just I'm Jewish, and so from conversations that I have with people, I know people have said like, like even when someone's talking about me, like, oh no no no, you're not like white, like you're Jewish. But it's like at the end of the day, yes, like I'm white, but <laughs> my religion like is Judaism. Yeah. Um, I'm curious be, if you've seen like maybe because the fact that there there's traditions and that there um, the person is closer with their family or there's certain maybe similar val- values. I guess I'm curious how that comes into play because they're not just a white person. You know, there's someone with that. I've noticed um, that oppression for people, like, you know, just like slavery in general, being in, in, you know, the past uh, for Jewish people is something that 
and also like the Holocaust is like something that kind of you can tell within the interactions with one another. Um, it's like something that slightly is shared for black people because it just you can like for for instance for Passover, mm-hmm. like I noticed that like have calling that kind of like instance of that like time period mm-hmm. and kind of like reiterating those those values and mm-hmm. that that sense of like togetherness is something that's really interesting for his family and for all Jewish people and I mm-hmm. feel like that's that's an interesting dynamic for black people I don't feel like that's the same thing for black people I don't think that we collectively are like at least my family isn't collectively thinking hey we have we have we have strived to be this way and that let's make sure that we're sticking together and that we're like one unit and I feel like that's a little bit different for black culture. I mean, I wish I was able to say that I felt that same togetherness mm-hmm. from it, but that's the that's the dynamics that I've noticed for Judaism. I mean, I don't know how you feel about that and, like, how you felt like that, like, those pieces of your history has, like, affected the way that you interact with your family members and with, you know, people in the community. Um, I would say so. I'm a weird case to talk mm-hmm. about um, okay. because I actually, I mean... Although I definitely feel connected to my religion, I'm more connected, I think, on a spiritual level than mm-hmm. religious-wise. Um, I know that, like, history was always, like, important. Um, it's not something that, like, we speak speak about. It's not like we're sitting and having, like, a conversation randomly about the Holocaust. I feel like more of my Holocaust education was from um, school or if I decided to watch a movie or read a book about it. Um, it wasn't something that my parents, like, pushed on me or grandparents. I mean, when I was younger, my parents sent me to Hebrew school um, because my, that's what my grandparents I wanted. And there I obviously learned a lot about it. Um, I would say that, yes, there has been the togetherness and the sticking together, um, definitely on a community level. And I know, like, the older generation, that was super important because even, like, the way that my grandmother was, like, wanting me to go to, like, a Jewish school and my dad was very against it. Like, no, she needs to be with everyone, which I think kind of made me the way that I am now. I literally, mm-hmm. like, and with everybody. And I have, <laughs> I have very few Jewish friends. Not that not that that's good or bad, but it's just that that's the kind of situation that I've, that I've fallen into. Um, I would say, though, you, you are correct in that um, the community is very, like, good about um, having people stick together, having people realize the importance of, um, or recognizing the importance of going to Israel and just, like, doing certain things that are um, important and kind of keep, keeping that tradition going um we i would say as a community we do do that pretty well and then it's obviously when there's hot there's high holidays like you mentioned um those things are kind of demonstrated through the customs that we have um yeah i mean that's that's why i was i kind of am a little bit jealous about that because uh, like keeping that sense of community and like mm-hmm. togetherness is something that i would really want you know for my own family mm-hmm. i mean i do see my family and my extended family um, probably like twice a year, but like mm-hmm. I would like to see them more often. I feel like I really put myself in situations with them because I wasn't around them when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, that as I moved to New York, a lot of my family members live in like Maryland, mm-hmm. and so I try to put myself in a situation where I'm like trying to be around them, even if it's awkward, right? Yeah. Just so that I can get to know them because over time that awkwardness goes away. Yeah. Um, just because I want to have that, you know, that sen- that feeling of like it's normal, right, mm-hmm. for me to be here and for me to interact with you. Mm-hmm. Right? Have you spoken? I'm curious, and if you don't want to talk about this, is fine. But have you spoken about kids? Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I've spoken. I've spoken about kids. We've spoken about kids, but probably not any time like in the near near future. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, yeah, we have spoken about that, but like 
like in what realm specifically about like whether or not they're going to go to Hebrew school, whether or not we're going to be Jewish, or they're uh-huh. going to grow up. In, um, yeah, I mean, the thing is that like having, I feel like having the idea of having your kids still understand like speak, speaking Hebrew and like mm-hmm. knowing like all the songs and stuff like that is really something that when I go to Seder's, I don't know any of the songs. Mm-hmm. I don't know any, I don't know the language. Mm-hmm. And that really sets me apart from interacting fully with the family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a problem, I think. I'm not saying that I'm going to start learning Hebrew, mm-hmm. but I think that for kids to feel like they're part of the family, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's nice to kind of have that, right? Because like if my parents, if my grandparents spoke a different language from me, mm-hmm. I, I, then I wouldn't be able to connect with them. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? In that sense. Is the family American, or are they from another country? Uh, so his, uh, I mean, they've been here, I think, they're not Holocaust survivors, they came here before, before the war, so, mm-hmm. um, they're American. Got it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is your family, I'm sorry, is your family Holocaust survivors? No, they they're not. They okay. came here prior, I don't believe that anybody was a Holocaust survivor, but they definitely came from that area, like mm-hmm. my family primarily is from Poland. Romania and Hungary I believe my parents aren't my parents are super American in the sense of whenever I'm curious about this type of stuff like I want to do the ancestry test and everything they're like okay like they don't have any interest in it at all um I have more of an interest in it because I want to I think figure out like where my family's from maybe I'd go back at some point but um yeah it's just interesting to know because I think it also at least majority of the Jewish people that I do know they do have a lot of traditions and a lot of culture, so I don't think it's like when I tell like my best friend, oh, I'm going for a holiday or doing this, it's not like, whoa, what is she talking yeah, about, yeah. you know? Um, which I think, especially being in like a big city, I think you're exposed to people from different uh, religions, different cultures, so like hearing about like, you know, we know about Muslims celebrating Ramadan, we know about Jewish people celebrating Passover, we know about, you know, people who celebrate, you know, I'm trying to think of another, not main holiday but christmas of course easter things like that so and do you have any family traditions that you want you would want to like pass down to your kids or that would be like more on your husband's side it's probably more on my husband's side but Mm -hmm. i think i mean my family used to celebrate kwanzaa so we probably Mm -hmm. do something like that interesting i mean yeah Yeah. i mean i don't do it as much because i feel like that's more of like what my family did in order to kind of like teach us as as kids, mm-hmm. like our an- ancestry and like our heritage, so right. Um, going to those events in Houston is like really big. Like they have huge events for Kwanzaa in Houston. I don't. I think they have an event here in New York City, but it's not as big as, as Houston. Mm-hmm. And we know everyone that goes to the Kwanzaa events in Houston. My family still goes every year, oh. <laughs> and they know oh, cool. everyone. So it's like yeah. So it's really nice to do that. Cool. And um, Sancha, I want to ask you the similar question that I asked Hibiscus. Um, whether you dated like a Hispanic girl, mm-hmm. Asian girl, white girl, was there any like preconceived notions that you had about them? And then when you met them, things were different. Um, I mean, I always heard that white girls put hot sauce on everything. And uh, Wait, what? What? I heard the opposite. White girls put hot sauce? I don't I've never it. heard that. You have hot sauce. Are you confusing it with no, seriously. Hot sauce and uh, they love Mexican food. I heard. <laughs> I never heard of this. From. I swear, I heard all this. And I'm Interesting. Just I've never heard of and this before. Mexican mm-hmm. food. And then I heard they can cook, but that's can't or can can't. Oh, okay, can't. Oh, like he was like can't cook. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's exactly. Did that change your? Um. Well, the girl I dated. Yeah, it changed because she actually can cook. 
Um, oh, and it wasn't just salt and pepper. <laughs> no, I don't actually, I don't even eat hot sauce. Does know. she like Mexican food? <laughs> no, she's more of a Spanish food kind of girl. Okay. Yeah, um, which I'm a Spanish food kind of guy. Doesn't that fall under the same? Different types of life. Yeah, yeah, you can't say the that. Peruvian, Cuban, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> completely different from Mexican food. No disrespect to Mexican food. Mexican. Even Dominican food is different than Puerto Rican food. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just a very different taste and texture for some food. I'm crying. What really blows my mind, though, is you know, like what really goes on between like Puerto Rican and Dominican people like they hate each other so much it's crazy like I'm black Puerto Rican and Chinese oh um, I didn't know that yeah um but like Dominicans like they hate Puerto Rican like with a passion like they like even if you speak it like oh you're Puerto Rican you're Puerto Rican I'm like what does that mean like I don't yeah. even speak Spanish but like they know they're like oh you're Puerto Rican I know you're Puerto Rican you look like a Puerto what does that even mean? You yeah, look what like does a Puerto, Puerto Rican look, look like? Right. like? I know some really black Dominicans. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, I'm not black. Don't call me black. I'm mm-hmm. like, relax. Like, you're, you're black. It's cool. It's all right. Word. You, know? you are. Um, <laughs> it's, it's just, uh, um, that's, that's one thing that always gets me, how much they, like, have so much hate for each other. It's, like, a scary mm. thing. Very scary. Um, but as far as, like, preconceived notions, that's all I have you dated an Asian, like an Asian or Indian girl? Mm, no, I've slept with an Asian woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, as as weird as this is gonna sound, they sound weird. Like like it was very a very weird experience. And and uh, wait, what do you mean they sound weird? Is um, that the noise that they? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that though. I'm just saying. It was a, a very weird, it was very weird. I see a lot of people chiming in on that. <laughs> <laughs> like a high-pitched voice. That's not, that's not, I'm just curious. All right. You can't tell us about uh, I have so, a lot of questions. So, you have to go too if, much you've, if you've watched, like, like porn, obviously. Like Asian if, porn? Asian porn. Like, can't if say Tom T has watched but Asian I'm, I'm, but, I'm, but I'm just saying, like, the, like, the, huh? that's exactly what it sounds like. Yeah, like the. And I, I thought that was really weird. I'm like, uh, sample size one. Mm, like a cat. I don't, <laughs> I don't, don't want to get, get too much into it, but yeah. it was not pleasant. It was. It was just. A, it but was this is based on one person, right? Yes. Not, right. Not, right. not. Yeah, we're not saying per- that all Asian oh, no, women sound like that. Could just be, it could just be her. Yes. Oh, two. Oh, and they sounded the same. Sounded exactly the same. They sounded exactly the same. Wow. Two different days. Okay, he has a ten, maybe. I'm not. Yet, but I'm just saying, like, uh, it, it just uh, it was really weird. So like, I don't want to like, wanna, like say that's how they sound, but like, you can't stand you know. you. She said a cat. Well, okay. Well, all right. That thank was you. A very thank you for that remark. Uh, we got into porn somehow, Asian porn. Thank uh, you for that, Sancho. So now, <laughs> tea is hot. Tea is hot. Hyphen. So now we're gonna kind of go into if we ever dated outside of the race. I'm gonna start with Earl Grey because <laughs> why you point to black? Why you point to black? You mean I'm gonna start with black tea? Oh, okay, yes, because I personally start with. I personally only... never dated like outside of my race. I feel so. like this is gonna be majority b- yeah. me, but black tea can speak. You're gonna broaden her your horizon. <laughs> yes, we do. I think I'm good. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, my first boyfriend was white, but it was also, like, where I lived. There weren't that many black people other than my cousins, mm-hmm. so I'm not really my cousins, so, um, my choices were limited, you know, it was a small neighborhood, to go anywhere you needed to drive, so it's not like I was meeting black. Not to say that, you know, I didn't enjoy the people I was with, but it was just my environment. Right, I went right. to a predominantly Jewish school. It was a public high school, but it was mostly, it was a Jewish neighborhood. Right. So... That, yeah, based on that high school, yeah, my first boyfriend was mixed, but, you know, he was like, oh, he was like, let's just say a quarter white. He, I mean, oh, a quarter okay. black, sorry, the opposite. He was a quarter black, but he was a good majority white from, you know, Quebec, Canada. And, you know, we, that's what interested me most, someone from the same country I was. You know? Right, right. That's what drew me in. It wasn't about color. You know, of course, my parents had their notions. They were like, oh, you're going to disgrace us. Like, right, it's, right. It's ne- we're never going to get that person we want. And, you know, at the end of the day, my mom was like, she's young. Like, she has decades before, like, we really see what's going on with them. So, you know, they joke about it. But to me, it's n- it wasn't a big deal because it was, I was young. It was where I lived. You know, I don't really count high school relationships as real. Right. You know, because they're not real. You know, whatever <laughs> you said in high school, you probably regret or you don't even remember. So it's like. Yeah, other than that, I didn't see a problem with it. Yeah, I feel like growing up, I, I feel like maybe you don't see race as much until it, it starts affecting you. Like, when I was younger, I was in middle school, I went to an all-Irish, all-Irish middle school, and, like, I was, like, the only black girl in my class, and, like, that's when Eminem came out, so, like, all oh, the boy. all the white boys oh, in the boy. class were like, what up, wigga, like, just <laughs> like that, and, like, and I'm just like, what is this? Because prior to that, that was in the fifth grade, I grew up in um, the Bronx, and I went to school in Mount Vernon. It was predominantly, like, Hispanics or, like, black kids. Yeah. So going from that to, like, an all-Irish school was just, like, what's going on? So it was <laughs> it was, it was was interesting. And, like, I had crushes on, like, other white kids, but, like, I couldn't see myself, like, they dating them, even yeah. though we're young. But, like, getting older and, like, into high school, I went to high school in the Bronx. So it was predominantly, like, black, Hispanic, like, my first high school boyfriend he was um he was you know a black guy but like or like you were saying like it's not it's not anything serious but like going into college and and um like being around different people i just feel like i've always just been attracted to like black men or hispanic men but dating seriously has always been black guys and i feel like for me like tradition and culture is like very important like my parents are from costa rica but like the part they're from is predominantly like black and, like, our roots are very similar to West Indian culture. So, like, I feel like I just relate more to men who are from West Indies or from Caribbean culture. It's just kind of easier to adapt. And, like, I don't really have to educate them on certain things. They yeah. just kind of know. Like, I feel like even, like, living in or being black or a minority in America, we have, like, a nonverbal communication. Like, things will happen and, like, we already know. We can just look at each other. We know, like, what the situation is. I feel like sometimes interacting with other races, they don't really understand certain things. Like, I remember one time, you're going to remember this, I went out with Earl Grey, and we went to, like, a bar. Remember, like, your big brother or sister would have, like, a raffle? Mm-hmm. And you ordered the chicken wings, and I ordered french fries. Mm-hmm. And the waiter automatically put the mm-hmm. chicken wings in front of me. And the fries and for Earl Grey. And, like, even though that's, like, very minor, it's yeah. just something that you you go through that other people will laugh at. But it's just, like, no, this is another stereotype. People judge yeah. you and think you eat or talk a certain way. So that's just been, like, my experiences. Like, as long as it's genuine, I don't find an issue with interracial dating. But 
I can't see myself like really being serious with someone outside of my race. I think it'll be a little difficult for me, but that's just me. <laughs> Earl Grey, you, I know you had like. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I would say that um, I've probably been a unique case because I haven't really dated many people inside my race. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Um, although I feel like like certain things are important to me in terms of being family oriented and uh, certain like values of just like things that my parents instilled in me, like education of like honesty of, you know, like responsibility. Those things are important. I think those things for me are more important than religious aspects. Um, But I've noticed, I think that I've dated people that, that, were in a way I don't know if that they felt the same if I think their religious values may have superseded the other values that I mentioned um or at least like what they were looking for in in the opposite sex um so I've just always I I'm trying to remember like the first time that I liked somebody and that was a long time ago but I from probably late junior high school on I've always just liked either Hispanic or black guys um I think it was partially because of who I was friends with and who I met I think it's partially my personality um I'm definitely one who's like I speak up I speak like my mind I'm not scared to open my mouth um I definitely have more of a a, I I don't want to say aggressive but I guess more upfront attitude than certain people um do um and I think that a lot of um like discussions that I've had a lot of white men I would say are probably a bit intimidated by that um I think that it's just not what they're used to um because even within my family like they always joke I wonder what type of guy Earl Grey would bring home um you know I think that they're that they'd be curious because they see my behavior and the, the I guess how I carry myself um uh or just the just the people I'm around Um, I think that, um, in the same sense, I've never been super serious with somebody. I've never been super serious with anyone, regardless of whether they were uh, the same religion or not. Um, I think that that would probably be, it it would probably be challenging, not so much because of the religious aspect, but just because I'm, I haven't experienced that. Um, I mean, I'm definitely... You know, all my friends know it's very genuine. I'm not over here like, oh, okay, I, I want a black guy or I had this vision of this. Um, it's more about, I think, just who I who I associate myself with and who I meet, who I click with. Um, I think that's the most important thing for me. It could be, it could be a Hispanic guy. It could be a black guy. Potentially, it could be an Asian guy if that's mm-hmm. who I click with. Um, similar to, I think, uh, what one of the other guests said. I think that if I have a connection with that person, um, I'm not really looking, oh, okay, are they black, are they Hispanic, are they white, whatever. Um, yeah, that's my opinion on it. I think that if it's genuine, mm-hmm. I think that that's... That's great. I mean, I also, I can understand from a perspective of, we were talking about before, about how Jewish families want, you know, to continue traditions. And then there's going to be a discussion of potentially is the child going to be raised Jewish? And then that's somebody else who's going to carry those customs and traditions down. But for me, I think that I've, especially growing up in New York, I think like what would be 
I mean, this would be ideal. I'm sure this is not ideal to everybody, but ideal to me of like a blended family. And that sounds nice when you think about it, but you know, when once everything's ironed out, is it going to be as nice? But I think that it also, for me, it, it, it makes it seem like the child would be more well-rounded that way. Like if I had a child with someone who was um, Christian or Catholic and like um, uh, my husband wanted the, wanted the, uh, the child to be, uh, you know, baptized, to be, you know, going through all of those traditions, um, I think that that would be fine with me, as long as I was able to, you know, to have my child participate in certain of the high holidays that we discussed, um, I don't think that that would be an issue on my end, I think I would embrace that, I would hope that the person that I'm with would also embrace that, mm -hmm. um, but I think that I'm a unique case, and I think that definitely, I don't think that if I, if I had this discussion with my mother, I don't think she'd be as like, oh, this is amazing, I think it'd be more of like a easing up, you know, just as like, certain things you want to be careful with how you deliver to your parents or your grandparents or your cousins because you know already their mindset, their mentality, you want to be cautious with them. Um, so no, I don't think my mom has this mentality like, oh, this is amazing. But I think that if I was serious about someone and I felt like, hey, we can make this work, right. um, then I think I would be willing to do, you know, to have mixed, you know, a mixed or blended family with different traditions. Like I think that I could make this work if, you know, I could definitely make this work if we both cared about each other and uh, both, you know, we both were in it and, you know, thought that that was, uh, you know, thought that there was going to be something long lasting there. And then I'd want to uphold those traditions and also combine them with my partners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it once you have to talk um, or have to bring it to the parents, that's when it becomes a little more difficult. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep. It's, it's knowing that your mom's just going to disapprove. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Especially if you hear certain things growing up, like, you can't bring home, you know yes. what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's just like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're willing to listen to that. Yeah, yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like my dad is more open. My mom mm. was more so, like, even, even yeah. if they were black, if they weren't from the same country my parents were from, it was an issue. Like, because yeah. if they were, let's just say... My parents are from Ghana. Let's just say the man was from Nigeria. That's a war. My mom was like, those aren't our people. Like, their rice isn't even that great. Like, she was, she was <laughs> oh, like... Oh, you got the gel off right she was oh, going, no. Like, my mom was like, I'm not about to learn a new language. Like, that's not happening. <laughs> like, my mom would go in. And, like, I don't know if... I, I'm not going to say that my choice now is based on what they did, but it got to a point where I felt like I wanted to keep on with what I grew up with. Mm -hmm. I didn't my parents were very americanized they didn't really introduce us to a lot of things until later on yeah so then i kind of felt like i was left out like i know people my age that know a lot more about the culture that we were born up or grown up with so for me i wanted to have someone who was born more so with the culture knew the language a lot more than i did and grew up with it was also born there and then you know could teach me things that i missed out on growing up so that's why mm. I'm dating someone who's not only black, but also from the same country as my parents. It was yep. more, yeah, just to keep me immersed within my culture. And so um, now uh, I know there was an article. Yes. That... I actually found reviews from people, and they, they had some good comments on what this article. They were Read the headline the, first, please. So the article was posted in the <laughs> Times, and the title was... I broke up with her because she's white. Immediately, it grabs you, which is why I think the Times probably published it, because like it really it grabs you immediately, and you're like, okay, I need to know what is the reasoning behind 
this um the writer is dominican so it was, for me it was like okay what led to this dominican man breaking up with his white girlfriend in the beginning he goes through a series of you know life events growing up in a dominican household and the importance of family and culture but throughout the article he kind of loses the reader because he doesn't really address why he broke up with the girlfriend he just says he woke up one day and came to the realization that this is not what he wanted she was white i don't want that but he doesn't say why and for a lot of the people reading this they were like so you just berated like a di all these different races mm -hmm. and then uh then then you come to the realization you don't want to date this white girl but you don't say why and then some uh, i do know someone wrote they were like um Dominican self-hate alert. This is sad because someone is white. You get some kind of weird thrill, like you made a, a mess. Some black, brown men really need to go to therapy about self-hate. A lot of people thought this piece was more about self-hate. Him hating himself for being with a white girl based on the pressures of other people, but then not. But he wasn't really standing up for black women either. Mm. He was just saying, oh, because people hate it, I'm going to do it. But he didn't really give a reason to, like, just because people hate it, like, that's not a real reason. Right. I don't know. Um, I do know Hibiscus Tea also read the article, and she felt strongly about it. Um, if you want to input, I could talk about more of the reviews from the article. Yeah, I think I just got a sense that he didn't quite understand his own feelings behind it, about why he chose not to be with her anymore. He was still trying to understand his own feelings. Mm. And because of that, the article is just mostly just a think piece. So it's just like to, get, to kind of gauge people's, like, like, I guess, interest in, like, talking about interracial relationships and what that means for them. Because, I mean, the, the, the article isn't to, to kind of tweeze out what he thought about this and his understanding of it, so. I don't think he really thought about it, because I felt like he was doing us black people, black women a favor by, like, not dating her. I was like, right. I didn't ask you. To, right, I don't even right. know you for me to be like, don't date her. Right. But don't act like you're doing us a favor by dumping her, like, if you want to be with her, be with her, but don't make us the reason why. No, I think he didn't want to be with her in the end for, for various reasons he didn't even understand. But he's making excuses. Like, he kind of made it seem like he was doing it for the, the yeah. culture. I think he needs introspection. <laughs> for the culture. For the culture, culture. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's what it seemed like. And I was like, nah, I don't care. <laughs> well, mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. I feel like sometimes, I'm not going to lie, us as black women, when we see a black man with somebody outside the race, the first thing that comes to my mind is like, wow, he couldn't find anybody within his race. Or if I see, you know, I'll, maybe I'll see a black woman with another, um, uh, someone outside the race, and I'm like, damn, black men are hurting right now. Like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like, I, still, you still no, do it depends. Like, when I see someone famous that's, you know, marries someone story. outside yeah. the race, I'm like, oh, you know, black men are rolling right now. They're like hurting. And, like, black men do it all the time. They're like, oh, she couldn't find anybody in her race. But at the same time, you are checking for her. So why is it that when she steps outside of her race, now it's a big problem? Yeah, the only issue I have with interracial dating is when, like, say, a black man dates someone outside of their race. Is if you have to put down your own race to date outside of the race. That's when it's an issue. Like, yeah. oh, like, growing up, you hear black women complain too much, or black women have attitudes, or black women this. And it's just like, I'm going to date a white woman. It's just like, so that's solving your problem? And it's just like... It, it it irritates us. Like, if it's genuine, if, if, like, you grew up around, like, white women or Asian women and you care about, like, how they treat you or just you like them as a person, that's completely fine. But don't don't degrade your own race because I'm sure true. you have yeah. a mother that's a black woman or you have a sister or you have a brother. 
to date outside your race. That's the only time I have an issue with interracial dating, or it could be with Asians. But anytime you put down your own race, it, it you do have to kind of question that person. Like, so how do you really feel about yourself? Yeah, yeah. definitely self hate. It's it's a part. It's a little bit of self hate. But tip now it's like I don't care. I see a black man or a white woman. Okay, congratulations. Like it's not it's not affecting my life. Or yeah. a black woman with a white man is like, all right, you go, you know, you you got your Jewish husband, girl. Like, you know, that's, right. that, that's mm-hmm. you know, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, we don't know their situation. Like, it yeah. doesn't affect me. It only affects me when you're putting down your own race. Yeah, they used to say, like, black women wear extensions, but, like, multiple, lots of white women wear more extensions that are probably more expensive than ours. Um, yeah, they used to, <laughs> they used to say women, black women were crazy. I've seen yeah. plenty of women that are crazy. You yeah, see the show Snapped? Sweet. Yeah, they're usually not black on Snapped. <laughs> <laughs> they're usually other races on Snapped. Or, like, you know, people... I don't know. It's just weird. Like you were saying, when people say, I want kids with good hair. I'm yes. like, what are you talking like, what about? what do you mean? What I'm like, mean? good hair is subjective because to me, good hair is nice, thick, you know, natural oh. hair. Yeah. Whereas to you, it's hair you can comb through. Mm-hmm. Just give me a good day and you can comb through it, you know? <laughs> just, you know, I just don't like that excuse. And you hear that a lot from especially professional athletes. Yeah. That date outside their race. And it's just like, who were the people in your life growing up? What, mm-hmm. Why are you, why do you feel the need to put down black women? Mm-hmm. And like they say, black women are the most disrespected race. We come last in everything. And it's kind of annoying, but at the end it's of the terrible. day, love who you love. You yeah. know, we're not here to judge you. There's a reason why you're with this person. And if you can understand that, then the rest doesn't matter. Amen. Amen so we also had some comments from Instagram. Um, we had posted on our Instagram page, underscore T Room, um, people that have dated outside of their race and their and their comments. And one uh, friend of the show, he said, you know, the heart wants what it wants. That was one of the comments. Very and true. <laughs> what? I said very true. Yeah, and then another comment was another friend of the show. He put, I'm blackity black, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm picking <laughs> black, black, blackity black. Those are the comments we had from our, <laughs> you know, two extremes. Instagram two extremes went from ratchet right. to insightful. So, yeah, so I think it kind of sums up what we were saying. Like, if if um if you like the person, or if you guys share common interests, or if you understand that person, you love that person. It doesn't matter what their race is. And there are other people who don't have a problem with interracial dating, but they want to keep it just for tradition wise or in the family they want to pass down traditions to their kids so um i think that was kind of the culmination of what we spoke about today um and then we have some closing questions because we're hitting an hour um one question was i guess what advice would you give to other (laughs) interracial couples um i mean the only advice i can give to you know other interracial couples is you know, you just, you know, don't let, don't let society stop you guys from being together, you know? Um, yes. Um, and if it's, you know, if you feel like this is something you can't pursue because, like, of the outside noise, then, you know, you should probably take a look within yourself first mm-hmm. before anything. Mm-hmm. So. That's true. Pretty much it. Yeah, or, and also just, like, being understanding of the other person and where they're coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, the set of privileges you and your partner may have. For different things and just try to like talk those things out um it's not going to be super easy um i don't think any relationship with anyone of any races but just to kind of really uh think about those things when you're deciding to be in relationship with, with anyone yeah um, 
Very, very true. Did you have any question, Rose? No, I don't think. I think I had asked before about mm-hmm. the biggest challenges. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think that was primarily what I was curious about. Okay. Well, thank you guys um, for coming in and sharing your thoughts. This was a very interesting conversation. Um, so we want to thank our listeners for tuning in as well. Please remember to subscribe to the Tea Room Podcast um, on iTunes. Follow us on Instagram, underscore Tea Room. Also, you can download our latest episodes on SoundCloud and like us on Facebook. Also, if there's anything you wanted to share with us, you can always tweet us or DM us comment on our Facebook and we'll be um, watching your comments. Keep sipping!